You're listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. One voiceover gift every single day until the big day. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the podcast for voice directors and voiceovers. I'm Samantha Boffin, and this is the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Today we're talking about one of the fundamental pillars of getting a great voiceover performance, making your voiceover feel confident. This is important because you will get so much more out of your voice if they feel confident. They will be braver, less nervous and more likely to perform better. So what is confidence and why do you, as a director, need to get your voice artist to feel like it? Surely to God, they don't need bolstering for a job they already do. Well, of course not. I'm obviously not talking here about giving confidence to an inexperienced voice artist or someone who needs you to be making them feel able to do their job. That is not what I mean at all. I'm talking about creating an environment where your highly experienced professional voice feels relaxed, talented and trusted. Feeling confident is a gift. Importantly, it allows you to take more risks, be daring, try harder. And on the whole, you get a better result from people if they feel trusted, secure and positive. I found this when I was a creative head. The more open and encouraging the team dynamic was, the more confident the creatives were. And the more confident the creatives were, the more ideas they came up with. They weren't always great ideas, and there was no problem with that, because that, in and of itself, was quite a fun part. Punting in ideas you already knew were a bit rubbish was part of the game, but you could only play the game if you felt confident enough to fail at it. And that's kind of how you need to approach voice directing. Your aim as a director is to make your voiceover talent feel self-confident, talented and relaxed because they will give you the best end result if you do. If you walked into a studio where the director was snippy and curt, anxious about time, didn't really talk you through the project and just handed you a script, they told you exactly how to deliver it before you'd even had time to watch anything or look at the words and then just cracked on with a session. Well, I am not convinced that anyone would deliver their best work. And that kind of approach definitely happens. And it is helping no one, least of all, your project. So how do you do this? How do you make your voiceover feel confident? So as the director, it's in your gift. The director is the person with the main vision, weaving all the strands of the project together to create the fabric of the end result. And the individual elements can't be rushed or it'll all end up uneven. So Right from the start, be welcoming. Aim to create a connection, and if there are a few people, do the introductions. It is a great way to start a session, and it feels comfortable and friendly. 
it settles everyone down. Now, occasionally, a voice will burst into the studio in a good way, full of chat and energy, and that is brilliant. Though then, it's your job to try and gauge the moment to actually move on to the project in hand, while still keeping that momentum up. Introducing people still works if you're in an online session. Well, unless it's just you and the voice. That would feel pretty weird if you did that. Anyway, avoid being negative. You may be having the worst day ever. The scripts might have only just been signed off. This should have been finished and delivered the day before. You've had no lunch. You need to get it delivered now by the end of the day. But try not to moan about time issues. That will just create a layer of angst and pressure. The more relaxed and connected you can be, the better. Try and feel in the moment. And even if you're desperate to get started because you're short of time, don't miss out the next step. Always take a moment to talk through what you want to achieve, even if you've done it previously in an email. Show them the project, or at least part of it. Remind them who they are. They're always somebody. They're always playing somebody. They've always got a role. They're either the girl next door or a trusted guide or an evil spirit. They are someone in the context of your project. Also remind them who they're talking to, your core listener or the audience for this particular project, and why they're talking to them. Getting them to connect or reconnect with the idea doesn't need to take a lot of time, but the good thing is it will ground them. This little introduction is like the bridge between all the stresses of their actual life and becoming something different. It will save you time in the long run. And really, 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 don't skip this bit because you think the voice talent is experienced and will magically know all of this. I've directed some pretty experienced voices in my time. People like David Attenborough and Stephen Fry, a Teletubby, and it still holds good. Next step. Before they go into the booth or they start their remote session, remember to quickly check through the practical stuff. Have they got water? Ask how they prefer to be cued if that's relevant. Make sure they've got the latest version of the script and have they got a pencil if they're working on a paper script. Then, give them a moment to get settled and check their levels with a proper read at the right volume from the script. Of course, if they're in their own studios, the levels are probably sorted, but this might be a great moment to remind them to start their local backup recording. So that's the prep. They don't feel rushed, and they know where they're heading. All good. So, on to the performance part. Now, this is the main part of the directing show, so the trick is to get the delivery you need. And I just want to say here, don't preempt their delivery. An absolute killer for me as a voice is when a director, even before I've opened my mouth, tells me in minute detail how they want all the lines or sections said. Just don't do it because it kills spontaneity and actually it's pretty unhelpful. You end up with either a slightly frustrated or anxious voice or more likely it'll create a little bit of annoyance and the start of a barrier. Just ask them to give you a first read. You've already sown the seeds of who they are and who they're talking to. Now it's over to them. And really the rest of the session should be spent 
really listening carefully, giving clear, helpful, in-the-moment direction, and loving the good stuff they're doing, and telling them that this is an episode about confidence after all, and then finding positive ways to fix the stuff they may not be getting yet. Remember, worry or frustration or uncertainty can be heard in the voice, so flattery will get you further. Try really hard to avoid telling a voice how to say a particular line mid-record. It happens all the time. Now, ideally, you want the voice actor to have their own understanding of the script, so they sound believable. Find alternative ways of getting a different read if they don't seem to be getting it. Often getting them to imagine a scenario can help. Professional voices respond brilliantly to imaginative ideas. So you can direct, but don't act for them. Perfect the art of saying, I love that. Uh, Let's also try this. The ideal is you've created an atmosphere where the voiceover is happy to try different approaches with no trace of embarrassment. A playful, safe space. And this applies to e-learning or corporate work just as much as it applies to gaming, animation or drama sessions. There may be less big variation, but subtle differences can really lift your project. And during the recording, if you hear something amiss, try not to interrupt the voice actor mid-flow. Make a note to yourself to go back on that and then pick it up. The actor's job is often to build a feeling or atmosphere, so continually stopping and starting can burst that bubble and they can forget about the intention or be nervous about getting it right. At the end of the session, try to end on a high. Thank them, sort out the practical staff if you're recording remotely, and make them feel great about the session. You're probably itching to move on to other staff, but they don't need to know that. Be friendly and gracious. You may well work together again in the future. So let's do a quick recap here. 1. Be welcoming and put the voice at ease. 2. Keep things positive and be in the moment. 3. Ground them. Create that bridge to help them leave the here and now and enter the new world of your project. 4. Make sure they have all the practical stuff covered. Script, water, levels, that kind of thing. 5. Create the right collaborative atmosphere. 6. Direct your voice actor, but don't act for them. 7. Give clear, helpful, imaginative feedback. 8. Perfect the art of saying, I love that. And let's also try this. 9. End on a high. Making your voiceover feel confident is a gift. And that was today's gift from behind the festive mic. It's not all thrown together, you know. Tune in tomorrow for more in the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can make voiceovers better. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.